Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, July 30th, 2020. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo quarantine list now covers more than half the country. Americans turn to cigarettes during the pandemic. New study linking early school closures with lower COVID infection rates. Polls show most now consider kneeling during the anthem acceptable. Trader Joe's vows to keep its allegedly racist international food levels. Also ahead, uh, what Joe Biden will do if elected president. But first, Andrew Cuomo requiring all visitors from Puerto Rico to self-isolate for two weeks when traveling to New York. The governor's quarantine list now covers 34 states, including Washington, D.C., which is not a state, but I thought I'd throw it in. Once the global epicenter of the disease, New York currently reporting one of the lowest rates of COVID cases in the country. Americans are smoking more during the pandemic than at any time in recent years. Executives at Marlboro say less travel, unemployment, working from home is allowing tobacco users to light up more frequently. According to the CDC, 15% of U.S. adults are regular smokers, down from 35% in the last two decades. So you may not get COVID inside the house, but if you're smoking, you'll probably die from that. A report from the American Medical Association says schools that closed in the spring saw fewer cases of COVID in their neighborhoods. Researchers estimate the early shutdown prevented 40,000 deaths over a 16-day period. It should be noted that another study out of Harvard says the exact opposite, that school closings have no effect on the spread of COVID. New survey from CBS News shows a majority of Americans now say kneeling during the national anthem is acceptable to protest racial discrimination. 58% think taking a knee is appropriate. 42% say no. I do not believe this poll as the methodology is suspect. Supermarket chain Trader Joe's vowing to keep a series of ethnic food brands after an online petition demanded they be changed. The company says, quote, the names are an attempt to have fun with our product marketing. Titles in question, Trader Jose, Trader Ming, Arabian Joe. Come on, nothing wrong with that, all right? In a moment, what would Joe Biden really do? if he's elected president. Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Joe Biden for president. Might happen. With all this COVID and chaos in the country, things are very turbulent. But again, anything could happen in the next three months, so don't go by the polls now. But it's worth taking a look at the former vice president who apparently believes that America needs very big change. First of all, the economy. Now, under eight years of President Obama, the U.S. economy was stagnant. To be fair, when President Obama took over with Vice President Biden, there was a huge recession because of the home mortgage collapse. You'll remember that. And it took some years to recover. However, eight years? No. Wages in America did not rise under the Obama-Biden administration. That is the fact. Donald Trump came in, he cut corporate taxes, and then the economy began to surge and wages went up. But now, Joe Biden promises that he will reinstitute higher taxes on corporations and affluent people. So he wants to tax more. And he wants to spend a lot more, trillions, on the Green New Deal, which would absolutely decimate the American energy industry, wiping out jobs, millions of jobs. But the vice president says that the new jobs from the Green New Deal would take their place. However, we have a $32 trillion debt in this country. And with all the Biden spending, I've added it up, $10 trillion more. That's $40 trillion debt. Okay, so the spending increases on Green New Deal, on entitlements, on infrastructure, all of this Joe Biden wants to do. Foreign policy, it would be the same as Barack Obama had, basically that America is part of a giant global community. We're not an exceptional nation. We basically go by consensus, okay? So Biden would probably reconstitute the Iran nuke deal. He'd get back into the Paris Green Accord and all that. And then social. You can expect that immigration would go wild in America because Joe Biden would try to legalize between 15 and 20 million undocumented aliens, give them citizenship. Not only that, but fast-track voting rights for the undocumented. That would tilt the whole political spectrum toward the Democrats. That's the plan. And Republicans in some states would be out of business like they are in California and New York. So that is the vision of Joe Biden. He is not an incompetent man. He used to be a moderate Democrat, but now he is absolutely on board with the Bernie bros and the far left. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our campaign, Stand Up for Your Country. Very important message. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. American cuisine, famous for a number of dishes, hamburgers, of course, apple pie, fried chicken. But one tradition has dominated our backyards for more than three centuries, barbecue. The first mention of the cookout dates back to 1672. Even George Washington mentioned barbecue in his personal diary in 1769. Researchers say barbecuing, that is slowly heating meat over an indirect wood flame, was first used by indigenous tribes to preserve their food. Christopher Columbus and his crew noticed the dish, calling it barbacoa. There are now four distinct styles of barbecue in the USA, Carolina, Kansas City, Memphis, and Texas, each with its own characteristics. Folks in KC, for example, like sauce. Tennessee, it's all about the ribs. Today, barbecue means big business. $2 billion of cooking equipment sold each year, including smokers, grills, fire pits. Last year, more than 70% of all homes in the USA held at least one cookout during the summer. There are now more than 1,500 barbecue restaurants in California alone. And that number doubles in Texas. So if you're in the supermarket, you have a wide variety of choices when it comes to sauce. There are 5,000 different manufacturers serving the sweet stuff. Top-selling brand in the USA for the sixth straight year, Sweet Baby Ray's. The most popular dishes this summer are whole hog, ribs, pork, shoulder. But number one goes to beef brisket. And here's something else you might not know. The age of COVID is having a big impact on how we cook. Americans are ditching travel, of course, and spending weekends in the backyard. All the free time we now have is perfect for a family cookout and some classic barbecue. So if you're looking to make a traditional Texas beef brisket, clear your schedule. The entire process from smoking to carving takes at least 14 hours if you do it right, and requires 15 pounds of wood. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.